0: Earth System Science is a transdisciplinary study emerged in the 1980s, aiming to understand the structure and functioning of the earth as a complex and adaptive system. Why is the system approach important? In traditional disciplines, each component of the earth is examined in isolation. For example, we have disciplines of atmospheric science, biology, hydrology, and geology, which correspond to the Earth's subsystems, atmosphere, biosphere, hydrosphere, and lithosphere. However, one single event on Earth can cause changes in all subsystems and subsequent interactions between them. Take volcano eruption as an example. From the lithosphere perspective, the high internal heat causes the rock to melt and form a thick flowing magma. The low density of the magma relative to the surrounding rocks makes it push through vents and fissures to rise to the earth's surface. Once the magma or lava cools down, it forms different types of minerals depending on the composition of the magma, intrusive or extrusive volcanisms and temperature decrease rate. The atmosphere views this event completely different. It does not know what has happened beneath the earth's surface, but it received a large amount of particulate matters carbon dioxide, and sulfur dioxide. This further impacts the weather and climate. For example, the carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas that drives global warming. Meanwhile, the hydrosphere may have experienced all three physical states due to the temperature change. The mountain snow melts to its liquid form, and with further temperature increase, it evaporates into its gas form. Or it may transform from solid to gas state directly through sublimation. But this only tells segments of the story from every individual's perspective. How does the story evolve? What is the storyline? Let us start from the beginning of the event. In the lithosphere, the rock was heated up, and transformed to a thick flowing magma. The magma pushed through the vents and fissures to rise to the earth's surface. The flowing magma intruded into the strata, and the hot lava flowed downward the mountain. As the pressure reduced, the gases including water vapor, carbon dioxide, and sulfur dioxide in the magma expanded and were released into the atmosphere. The particulate matters were also emitted. Let us pause here for a moment and mark this on the timeline as 101. Now we have five different characters and they are lava, water vapor, carbon dioxide, sulfur dioxide, and particulate matters. Let us follow one of them at a time, say sulfur dioxide to evolve the story the sulfur dioxide in the atmosphere then interacted with the water vapor or water droplets members of the hydrosphere family to form acid ring the acid ring eventually fell back to the earth's surface on the soil a member of the lithosphere or in the river, a member of the hydrosphere. Because of the acidity, the soil became less fertile for the plants and the water did not favor the growth of the phytoplankton. At this point, the changes in the lithosphere, atmosphere, and hydrosphere has impacted the biosphere. Nevertheless, the story does not end here. The biosphere in turn regulates the three subsystems. The reduced biomass of the primary producers decreased the photosynthesis. Since photosynthesis is a carbon sink that transforms the carbon dioxide to the biomass, the unbalanced source and sink of carbon resulted in an increased concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Such increase of the greenhouse gas drove the global warming, which in turn melted the glaciers, impacting the hydrosphere. Along this storyline, the lithosphere, atmosphere, hydrosphere, and biosphere are all interconnected, forming complex positive or negative feedback loops. Remember, this was just one line of the story. Revisiting the timeline one one if we follow another character, say particulate matters, they may smother the plants and aquatic life, impacting the biosphere. They may also enrich the soil, part of the lithosphere, which eventually benefits the biosphere. On the other hand, particulate matters also serve as nuclei for the formation of water droplets interacting with the hydrosphere and changes the humidity of the atmosphere. The water droplets will eventually form rain that stimulates the growth of plants, part of biosphere. If you were mapping the interactions among the four subsystems in your mind, you're probably viewing an intertwined net. Now, pause for a minute and try to add other characters into the storyline and project onto your mind map. Who is telling the above story? I am not the original author, It is a combined effort of scientists from multiple disciplines. But how do we know whether the story is true? We were not there to witness the volcano eruption beneath the earth's surface. We did not clone ourselves to monitor the changes across the 3D space. We couldn't have lived so long to witness the changes throughout the earth's history. Instead, We gain an integrated understanding of the Earth through qualitative observations, quantitative measurements of multiple variables, and modeling. To form scientific stories, we ask meaningful research questions, design scientific methods to test our hypothesis, and use data as evidence to support or reject the hypothesis. What we are confronting is a big puzzle we piece the puzzles together to form a big picture of the earth system the clues are the observations data and evidence plate tectonic theory is a perfect example of how a big puzzle about earth was solved following a scientific method since the first maps of the atlantic ocean were made In the 16th century, people noticed the dovetailing outlines of the South America's east coast and Africa's west coast. Based on this observation, Alfred Wagner, a German meteorologist, proposed continental drift hypothesis in 1912. This idea was not readily acceptable as people did not believe that solid crust was movable. Of course, simply judging by shapes does not support the hypothesis. It is not scientific method either. So how do we prove that the continents were originally together and drifted apart? If they were together, there must be some similarities. A biologist would think about similar species, and a geologist would think about similar rock formations or geological structures. As a meteorologist, Alfred collected the evidence across the disciplines that supported his hypothesis. He found fossils of similar types of plants and reptiles in Brazil and Western Africa. Similar rock formations and geological structures were discovered between the matching sides of the continents. Considering the technology at the time, it was a big achievement. However, due to the lack of evidence supporting how the continents drifted, this concept was not widely accepted. In 1950s, a joint effort by geophysicists and geologists proved the plate tectonic theory as they observed the seafloor spreading along the mid-ocean ridges, indicated by the variable magnetic field direction of the rocks of different ages. Tuzo Wilson supported the seafloor spreading by associating the ages of mid-ocean islands with their distances to the mid-ocean ridges. His discovery of transform fault made plate tectonic theory complete. In this podcast, we will appreciate many other transdisciplinary discoveries about Earth system. As we entered Anthropocene in the mid-20th century, we will also add the Anthroposphere as a subsystem of Earth in our discussion. The geological epoch Anthropocene is proposed due to the significant human impact on the Earth's system. Anthroposphere is the Earth's subsystem where human activities constitute a significant source of change through the use and subsequent transformation of natural resources. To better understand the Earth's system, we need to communicate in the natural language in the form of data. To make it more approachable, we will convert it to data stories. We will also address some of the challenges you may face, such as forming testable hypotheses, dealing with uncertainty, and applying theories and equations. Our first theme is systematic approach towards climate change. See you next week!